Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to have you back here. And you guys, we are going to be going in on some business topics over the next few episodes. Obviously, I've sprinkled in all kinds of things because I believe um, owning your life looks like owning your business thoughtfully, but more than that, holistically having a hold on the life that you're building. And there are so many things that go into that, not just what we may be able to talk about in business. So with that, I am pumped because we're just doing a solo episode, me and you, talking about how to work without a boss today. And this is something I get asked quite often in my direct messages. Um, People really know that um, there's discipline necessary. They know that there's time management necessary. They know that um, there's like, you know, self-motivation necessary. But what I see so often with especially women, because I really do coach mostly women, um, is that there is this general expectation of productivity that can sometimes be unrealistic. I said it, I mean it. It's unrealistic that you might be putting on yourself. Um, And, you know, I want to really take us back to the root of where we got our goal setting, our expectations, um, and then like our key motivators and drivers. So we're going to really start there. And then we're going to end this episode talking about what you can do now to productively work without a boss and understand how you can like guide yourself and lead yourself in a really healthy way in that area. So first of all, just let's take some backstory. And I know we all have different stories, which I think is amazing and on purpose. Um, But no matter if you were homeschooled, went to public school, went to private school, um, didn't go to school, there are so many different things um, and backgrounds, right, that um, could have preceded you to get you where you are today. And then there are additional layers on top of that. 
like college or, you know, specific experience, whether you work or worked in corporate or, you know, you went into government or there's so many different avenues, right? Retail, um, every single sector when it comes to working, when it comes to education, when it comes to accumulating experience and accolades, you know, in career, they all have their own like yeses and nos, all of you know all of the different industries are like totally kosher with one thing there are some things that incorporate like oh absolutely not like we have these boundaries already set right when you work in fashion um boundaries are out the window a lot of the times right so we are a product of all of the places that we have been poured into from so i want you to think about your education experience how was that right i want you to think about your job experience in the past and you know taking it from there as we think through you know what motivated you what were the things that you were afraid of what are things that you really wanted um what were the things that you really succeeded in um taking that all in i want you to also think about really how i guess those benchmarks were set so one thing for me is i went you know, through public school, and then I went to a public university. And so I operated via expectations of teachers, expectations of my parents and my community, and expectations of the syllabi that were handed to me at the beginning of every single class telling me, this is how you can be successful, right? And then I graduated into corporate, and then eventually startup. Corporate was a very, you know, specific finite box that told me um, this is correct and this is not correct. And these are your boundaries, these are your expectations. You show up here, you leave now, right? This is how many days you get off a year, you get to ask them, request them, they could or could not be approved. Those are all perimeters that very much define success for me. So again, even if you need to pause this episode, just I want you to ponder what success looked like and those benchmarks were um and that's going to tell you a lot about yourself so you know what that told tells me about me and just an example for you is it was very natural for me to be a people pleaser and my dad is a high-ranking military officer my mother is a educator so they both had very finite boxes um, and checklists to go down each day in order to be quote-unquote successful. Um, so they taught me how to do that too, how to make good choices. They were very, um, you know, enamored with excellence. They wanted me to be successful um, by their own standards. So it was very easy for me to be a people pleaser, right? I really, I saw the boxes. I wanted to crush the boxes. Um, and then I had a little bit of competition too because um, this is a huge theory that I have our generation, if you are, um, you know, identify as a millennial or Gen Gen Z, we actually have, um, you know, a lot more participation benefits, right? So it wasn't like, you know, everyone was creaming each other and we were all just, you know, beating the crap out of each other in sports. It was much more like if you participated, you got a trophy, which was amazing in its own way. But the people in our generation that really won, Um, in my sphere at least were the people who just did all the things then so maybe you weren't excellent in one thing you actually just got the most participation trophies or you were in the top 10 percent of 10 things instead of being the best at one thing so anyway I think that is also a product of um, again our generation and and what was um, approved in society that we grew up in so all of that to say 
you um you know and I I can't I don't know you you know you so I'm creating space for you to really reflect in this um but if you grew up like me in small town Kentucky um really in any small town in America or beyond because I know we have a lot of listeners elsewhere when you're coming from a place that is protected I feel like I grew up in a bubble of perfection truly um the hardest part was how hard to work and how to to find my worth and my accomplishments so that I could go to the best college, get the best job, and set myself up for the best future. Stepping into entrepreneurship from there, if you own your own business, if you have a side gig, if you're even just dabbling the idea of having your own business, you are stepping out of a box that has told you how to be successful for years. For years! And that's so uncomfortable, okay? Like, I am just going to say it. It's uncomfortable. It's weird. How the heck do we do do this? And so that is why, again, my direct messages get flooded with, Allie, how do you do so many things with your time? How do you know what to do? How do you create, you know, your schedule, your calendar, your benchmarks? What does success mean to you, right? I'm getting those questions because we were not taught independently, many of us, how to answer those questions ourselves. And so with it, I really encourage you um, as we kind of go through this to think about what works best for you. So the second part that I want to take you through is defining your driver, what the heck drives you? And I think what's interesting is um, for different people and then when you add on the media and you add on, you know, Hollywood and all the places where we get our information, social media, um, there are motivators or drivers that are thought of as like the best, right? Um, Like philanthropy is that is a noble thing in the eyes of most people. Um, and then there are things that I think have been, uh, I guess they've just been given a bad rap, like being motivated to make money, um, or being motivated to be the best. Right. And so I think there are little stories told through different stories that we consume again, media, Hollywood, your favorite movie, your favorite books. Um, and you know, there are drivers that, seem more conducive and more comfortable to step into. So I challenge you, I challenge you so big right now to actually think about what will move you. Like what the heck will move you? That's your driver, right? And that could be security for yourself, security for your family, um, financial gain. Um, That could be, uh, you know, one thing that I see, I'm obviously a very outward Christian. um, And if you're not, you're welcomed here. And in that, I learned pretty quickly um, that it was easy to do something if I knew that, like, it was glorifying God, right? And so that's a huge driver for me. Like, that's huge. Um, Beyond that, I love being able to grow my team and grow my business and grow the base of women that we're serving. That's, like, so exciting. Not because of the financials, actually. That's not a huge driver for me. But so many people I coach are very driven by financials and I want to just give a permission slip if you want financial freedom then trick yeah girlfriend do it um but you know I'm really driven by numbers of people like the more people I can get in the room literally the more energy I will bring into that room 
And so knowing that about myself um, allows me to create just an infrastructure within my business and within setting my goals that gets me excited. Because what's interesting is when we are, you know, self-motivating, which is what happens when you step out of the box of syllabus and um, bosses and, you know, all of that, you have to start with your why. And you have to figure out what the heck is going to get you out of bed. Because it's hard. I am here to tell you, as someone who identifies now as quite self-motivated, even in the seasons where I am so on fire and so excited for what we're doing, if I lose sight of my why, your girl ain't doing it. And you probably won't either. And again, create space to find that driver. So pause this episode now and start to think what drives me. And then we're going to go into the next step. Once you identify what drives you, it's going to be a lot easier to actually do it, which is really important because something like a business is actually only a hobby until you are reaping the benefit that has been driving you, right? So like my business felt very much like a hobby And almost an obligation until I saw the women in the rooms that I was cultivating space for and and heard their stories and, you know, got excited with them and realized, holy crap, we can do this, right? That brought me into a new space of reality and motivation. Um, So get really, really clear on that. And then the next thing is going to be translating it into a vision. And obviously, there are a million ways to do this. But making sure that you have in your toolbox something that is explaining to you and to others why. And then putting it into action. Putting it into action. So one thing that I religiously teach at every retreat, um, every conference, I create a daily direction, my planner, um, to facilitate this for people Because I see so many women spiral in shame when they're disconnected from their why and when they are confused and they're just not tapping into that that magic. We holistically need to put a lot of energy into business in order to keep it going. That is so much precious energy. Straight up, we only have so much every single day. So when you think about it, it's very important to realize that that output and, you know, putting it, making sure it's aligned with your driver and having that output and your your driver really synonymously going into the same direction for the same thing, um, that's a game changer 100%. But as soon as it's off, you may feel off. As soon as it is off, you may feel off. And it's weird and it's wild and it leads to, again, what I just talked about, shame spirals. So if you have ever felt shame, if you've ever felt disengaged, if you've ever felt stress, if you've ever felt lost, if you've ever felt anything that has just made you like want to hide, want to feel smaller, want to shrink back in your business, that is probably shame. And shame is a lie. It's also an indicator of where we can clean up our inner world so that our outer world can reflect that of our intentions, our love, our faith, 
as we go after what drives us and we build the thing that truly sets our soul on fire. And so how you can kind of break out of shame there this is a huge conversation I could literally put on a five-day seminar on this and I probably will in the future but today right now how you can move through will actually um, be starting with this starting with re-identifying holistically that why and I say holistic why do you say that Allie because your why isn't just your driver it's not just the finances or seeing the people, changing the lives, um, feeling the security. It's bigger than that. Holistically, it has to do with how you feel. It has to do with how you make other people feel. It has to do with the efficiency of what you've created. It has so many facets, right? So holistically rerouting in that why and then committing to going after that driver in a way that makes you feel so full of integrity, Like you're keeping promises to yourself, to your past self, to your future self, and doing that with your present self, that's how you break off the chains of shame. And when you are not working with a boss, when you are your own boss, I promise you it's easier to feel shame. And I don't really know why, but it's true. And I think it has to do with just keeping yourself in your own lane. So this is a very impractical I will follow up with another episode of how to organize your day. I recommend grabbing a daily direction, um, which you can get at writeupyourally.com, which is just a 90-day planner, uh, and it allows you to set your intention every single day of your identity, your driver, allowing you to decide on three things to do. Um, It's very empowering. And on the flip side of it, I just want you to know that you are doing great you are on track and as your own boss it's getting down and dirty in these details um, and equipping yourself with them that's what creates change that's what changes the game and so with that um, get to know all of these different aspects of yourself get to know your why get to know your driver really think about your past think about your future and get really clear on what you're building and then from there allow yourself to re-engage with those things every single morning so that even when something goes wrong because I promise you it will you can bring yourself back to your roots and the truth of the matter and what you're building and continue forward because working without a boss can be treacherous and challenging and also the most incredible thing in the world and I promise you that it gets less treacherous and less confusing and challenging over time because right now you're just building a new muscle if you look at your past there are a lot of times when we aren't fully allowed the independence and space to make mistakes to forgive ourselves and to get better And it's your job to cultivate that space for yourself. So with that, just give yourself space to process this. Listen to the episode again in times where you might feel the shame or the confusion. And I will be coming out next week with an episode that is going to be the part two to this, taking you through my process and how you can actually use your time better and just feel really aligned in the movement and in the things you're creating. So with that go forth, conquer, have an incredible day. And as always, live life right up your alley. If you loved this episode, go ahead and give us five stars. 
Um, share it with a friend, share it on your story, tag me. I reshare just consciously as much as I can. And come back for next week's episode because you are going to really like the systems as well as the mindset. They go hand in hand, but it always starts with the mindset. So think of you, be your best you, and I will see you next week.